Hello, and welcome to the Golden Power Hour podcast, where we are opening doors through open minds in real estate. I'm Kristen Steed. And I'm Carrie Bedore, and we are Golden Link Real Estate Services. At Golden Link, we specialize in real estate agent development with a vision of helping people live the best life ever. As always, I get excited when we podcast because we pick topics that are super important and meant to help both agents, team leads, brokerages, and people like all across the spectrum. And today we're talking about recognition, the fuel for agent success. The fuel for agent success. You you could have a a career in voiceover. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) So recognition in real estate is kind of hard to come by in certain areas. And, you know, when we were putting this topic together and applying what you know through Gallup and what I know through working with brokerages and teams and just real estate agents, you know, those three parts come up to how is a brokerage providing recognition to the agents that are part of their brokerage? How are team leaders that are running real estate teams encouraging and giving recognition to the agents that are on their team? And then how are agents getting recognition for the work that they do with their clients that they're working with? And I'm just really excited to jump into this, Kristen, and start talking about it. Carrie, you did a great job laying out the different approaches that we'll talk through. And I think it goes without saying, when we pick our topics and we talk about these things, a lot of it is anchored in engagement. So we recognize that when it comes to recruiting agents, when it comes to being an agent and being successful as an agent, there are a number of different drivers that can help us determine how successful we are in real estate you know, one of the things that we had talked about early on is I know what's expected of me. Then we went into, do you have the materials and equipment that you need to do the job right? That transitioned into the, I have the opportunity to do what I do best every single day. And that's where we were talking about like falling in love and the red threads and finding your own way to do it. And the concept behind this is that when those first three things are all teed up, you know, what's expected of you, you have the materials and equipment you need, and you have the opportunity to do what you do best. Recognition is that fourth piece of it. It's like, okay, I did it. I'm doing a great job. We're looking for that affirmation that we do it. And what we know about humans in general is everyone has a very different preference or style of recognition. You know, there are those of us out there who wouldn't mind a parade and the confetti falling and rose petals, you name it. And then there are those of us that are maybe very private and quiet and, you know, do not want it to be a big spectacle. So when it comes to recognition, like we know that top performers are hard to find. And if we as brokerages or team leads, or even as a top performer ourselves, we need to stay plugged into how recognition is taking place, how it's impacting us or how it's impacting the teams that we're leading in order to make sure that people understand what 
they're doing, how they're doing, and that they feel appreciated and valued for the type of work that they're doing. It, it's a huge driver for success. And, you know, a lot of the research does show that when recognition is present and people are getting it consistently, there's actually a 28% improvement in the quality of the work, which I think is really, really huge. And you can imagine how that momentum builds up. Oh, for sure. I think it's fascinating when you think about those drivers and the way that people, you know, they, they do want a pat on the back. They want some type of affirmation that they're doing a good job. And it's, it's actually a lot of words of affirmations is literally some people's love language. You know, they want that. And it, it comes from a place of joy and wanting to make sure that you're doing the right thing. And I would love to just jump in and really start talking about from a brokerage standpoint, how a brokerage comes in and provides recognition to their agents that work for them. And when a brokerage has agents that are performing, you know, one of the biggest things that they want to be able to do is to make sure that they're retaining their top performers and top performer retention is so important. And that's why you're seeing so many brokerages doing recognition activities to highlight, you know, top performers or accolades that certain real estate agents have, have achieved as well as celebrating the small successes, you know, like first closings for an agent, you know, when they're brand new agent, there's just, there's so many different ways of doing that. But it's also really important to understand that the recognition doesn't necessarily have to be public. One thing that I learned when I was a leader in a brokerage was that not everybody liked to be called upon in a big group and celebrated. Sometimes it was the little things like asking them how their appointment went or, you know, simply, you know, telling them, Hey, you had a great month. Good job. And paying attention to, you know, things that people are doing and pull in singling them out and having a private one-on-one conversation with them. So, you know, it's, it's really important to kind of look at the gamut of those, of those pieces. There have actually been studies done on this and public recognition. So the study revealed that public recognition or acknowledgement via award is the most memorable form of recognition. But to the point that you just made that it doesn't always have to be on the big stage, private recognition came in that, in that second spot. So getting recognized from a a leader, a peer, a customer, um, that ranked right up there for a lot of different people. So there's so many different forms of recognition and how it resonates with somebody. And so I like what you're talking about from a broker perspective. There's also a lot of different ways that brokerages are recognizing their agents. And it could be in the form of the summits that they host in the holiday parties or the gatherings. It could be, you know, something small that they're doing in leadership meetings or, you know, recognizing producers. It could be on social media every month, you know, sharing their top performers. All of those things really 
really do matter because agents are out there, right? They're, they're working really hard. They're, there's so much that goes into it. They're wearing so many different hats. We think we talked about that octopus and all the different hats, right? That they're wearing. So having a very intentional plan around recognition from a broker level is so critical when it comes to agent engagement and agent retention, you know, and it helps to create that culture and environment that makes agents want to be part of it. So being mindful of how you're doing it and the different ways and scales that you're doing it. And then also leaning into how agents are reacting and responding to it. Because for a lot of us, this is an intrinsic reaction. You know, you might not see it externally. You might have to ask them. You might have to talk to them about how they prefer to be recognized because you could be throwing a big parade for someone and they could be like, Hey, I just wanted a private thank you. And that would have been great. And it's true. There have been many people that do not want to walk up in front of a group and, you know, they just want to do their job. They're like, you know, listen, I'm here to run my business. I need your support. I appreciate your recognition. You know, I remember one gentleman in particular who was very much, you know, very, very private, but very proud. And just to have a phone call saying, Hey, you did it again. You're, you were top in your, in your market. Congratulations. Keep up the good work. That's all they, they just want to be recognized. They want to be recognized for their hard work and everything that's they're putting into it. And I think it's because they want people to know that they care. You know, they want, you talked about empathy in our podcast before as being one of the top things for agent success. And I remember when I was like, empathy, what are you talking about? And as we continue to put things together, we recognize where that empathy comes into place and it's showing the human side of it, right? Um, there's another brokerage that I work with. It's a fairly large brokerage. They have over 500 agents and the owner will personally reach out to the agents, you know, even like on their birthdays and is very active with them on their social media you know, posting good job or nice listing. And, you know, that creates some loyalty to that brokerage and makes people feel that they're part of a family. And, you know, what, why do people want to be part of a family, Kristen? It's because you care about each other, right? So that recognition is a, is, is a way that you're making people feel, And, you know, if you are making people feel good, they're going to want more of that. And you have an opportunity to put recognition programs together to really drive in the strength of your brokerage. And it can really solve some of the issues that, that some people have in terms of turnover agent satisfaction. And if you're trying to grow your brokerage, the best way to grow it is from the inside out, right? Like just love on the people that are within your brokerage right now. Let them know how much love and support that they are getting from their leadership team. And that's going to become a natural attractor for your brokerage where people that are not getting that from the brokerage that they're at are going to be curious about you know, Hey, what's going on here? And and how can I be part of that? So it creates curiosity. Well, and I think to that point too, it, it made me think about this from even a top performer standpoint, 
there's sometimes it's culture amongst top performers that they have been good for so long. They actually stop getting those small recognition points. And I think that it's really important to keep that top of mind. The way that you were talking about the, the phone call or, Hey, congratulations on the listing. I think that those things are so important to be mindful of no matter if they're brand new and just getting started, or they've been, you know, the top agent three years in a row, every person still needs to hear that type of feedback. It is so, so important. And, you know, by far, a lot of the studies do show that that meaningful recognition is the one that comes from, you know, either the, the leader, the manager, the CEO, and it never will replace any type of technology or any of those other pieces. So kind of, you're saying like, you know, picking up the phone and, and just, and making that call or, or stopping in and, you know, taking the time out of your day to do that. I think it is so so critical, but also transitioning from broker into how a team leader shows recognition. I think that this is equally as critical because for some brokerages, they have to recognize how big of a part their day-to-day leadership team plays on agent retention and agent engagement because a broker owner could have the best intentions in the world. So they could have the best laid out plans for recognition. They, you know, can live it, breathe it and mean it through and through. But if the culture is not permeating throughout the rest of the leaders in the organization, then there becomes a disconnect. It almost feels a little bit like, I don't want to call it like a bait and switch, but it's kind of like, we are so intuitive as human beings that when we hear something from the lead or the head of our organization, and we experience something a little bit different from our direct leaders, that has the risk of breaking trust. And so then that also has the risk of making the recognition not feel as sincere. And we know that 70% of a person's engagement is directly connected to the leader that is serving them. And so that the way your leaders communicate and interact with the other agents within your brokerage could not be more critical today. It is so important that they are living it, breathing it. And it is something that is so permanent in your culture that, that it's, it's coming through, through and through. And I know Carrie, you've experienced this and have seen like where that disconnect can make things completely go sideways. And it's like, that's not our intent, but that was definitely the impact that it made, even if it was unintentional. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when you have a change in leadership, it's the most critical time that you need to pay attention to the culture of your organization. And you will have leadership changes all the time. So it's not something that should ever surprise you, or it's not something that you can necessarily plan for. Right. But you, your culture is like this sacred ecosystem, and it is something that is always going to change. Right. And sometimes it's going to get off balance and it is the job of the leader of the organization to have such a good pulse on the culture and being able to come in and understand how to do the little things. Cause it's not necessarily like the, the big things, right? Like we, the big things are easy to see, right. But it's, it's those little things that it, it can make disruption happen. And it, it comes down to how you can pay attention and keep that culture thriving. 
And recognition is definitely a way to be able to do that. And just having those conversations with people, but within the leadership team and in getting them to really know and understand what are our agents going through is so-and-so's mother is sick. This one, this guy, his, his wife is pregnant with twins. You know, it, this one, the, the son is getting married. There's just, there's all those little things. So you know, the recognition doesn't even need to necessarily come from production, right? Like we can give you the high five and say, way to sell all that real estate. But if I can actually give you recognition in things that are happening to you personally in your life, and you can train your leadership team to know, recognize, and execute when those things are happening, this is where you can elevate your culture to the point that people will do anything to keep that culture alive. And it definitely comes from within that leadership team. Like you were saying, Kristen, mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I always would talk about culture and you, you did a great job explaining it. If it's like, it's like a living, breathing organism, right? It changes with every person that comes into it and every person that leaves. It also changes with every conversation that is had and every conversation that is not had. Like it is so hypersensitive to all these different circumstances. And it really does play or have a huge impact on the overall experience and how it's resonating with someone. And I, sometimes I refer to it as the, I can't quite put my finger on it. It just feels different. I know there's something different going on. And what you'll sometimes find is agents that move to different firms, like they, they might get a feeling like something is off and move to a different firm only to like find exactly what it is that they were looking for or to discover what it is that they missed, what it, it, what it was that was so important to them that really made a big impact on whether it be their mood, their production, like how it was serving you in a way that, you know, was maybe just not as obvious and in your face. And so it is through those subtleties that create that experience for people and recognition being such a huge part of it, you know, frequent recognition and being able to acknowledge the behaviors that are driving good results. It's just great for, for humans to to be affirmed. We talked a little bit about that and understand. And the more that leaders can recognize that and seek that out, the better and more engaged your agents will be, the better their performance will be. And then the critical piece is the way they serve the clients and customers are like top notch, right? It improves exponentially when they have that recognition and they understand how that can continue to fuel their success because they're having those great experiences. And then in turn, they're able to deliver deliver them to those that they're serving, which I think is what's so fascinating about this industry is that, you know, as an agent, you're a small business owner. It is great to get recognition from your brokerage. It is great to get direct recognition from your leaders. And all those things are so important, but nothing compares to the recognition and the praise that you get from the clients and the customers that you're serving. So I think that that's a piece of this whole network that is so important. And the only way 
way you get recognition is by delivering those experiences that do the same thing for the people that you're serving. So think about how much modeling of behaviors needs to happen and empathy and all the communication skills, all the things that need to be present in an agent's environment so that they can in turn go out and do that same thing for the people that they're serving to create those five-star experiences that we know are so important to continue to fuel our business. Are you talking about Google reviews? (laughs) (laughs) Dang you, Google and, and Amazon and the culture you've created. But Carrie, right, that's the world we're living in. Like, think about when you go to purchase something from, you know, shoes to like, you name it. I am relying so much on reviews and I am scouring those reviews to see what types of things that they're saying. And I think that it really matters. Even like movie recommendations, like all of those things and how many stars they're rated, that really does influence the decision-making process for a lot of people. Absolutely. You know, I love Google. So, you know, that's why my brain immediately went Google reviews, um, which is only one form of the recognition that your clients can give you. Right. But it is super important to your business to be, you know, delivering exceptional service, like you said, and knowing what that experience is like with you and how you can elevate it. Right. Because there's nothing better than, you know, getting a hug at the end of a transaction when you're a real estate agent or getting a referral from that person because they were so happy. And Kristen, we talked about this, that there were agent surveys that were done and there was one particular thing that was an indicator of whether or not someone was going to give you a referral. And that was, was it, easy to do business with you. Yes. So I love experience measurements. I think that the whole concept is fascinating because for many, many years, we talked about satisfaction. Are you satisfied with your experience today? And so when you think about satisfied versus not satisfied, what some of the research started to show is that people who were like, yeah, I'm satisfied that held almost no weight. Like, you know, uh, it kind of sounded like, oh yeah, it was good. It was all right. Like I'm, I'm happy. Like it was what I expected. There's been so much research done when it comes to experiences and another, so you got your satisfaction rate, but then you also have net promoter score and net promoter score really gets at like feeling and brand and like likelihood to refer. So like on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to refer, you know, so-and-so as an agent? Net promoter score is, is it transcends right the real estate industry. There are so many different brands out there that use net promoter score in order to gauge the likelihood to refer. But even with that research, um, one a Harvard study basically showed that you could have someone who could give you a 10 and likelihood to refer, and they really liked the experience, but that still wasn't necessarily the indicator of if they would use you again. And the driving factor and experience that really indicated if they were going to do business with you again, use you again, all came down to effort. 
Was it easier to do business with you than I thought it was? That is the thing that does keep people coming back. So when you think about the things that we talk about from emotional intelligence and empathy and being in a cultural environment where recognition is present and you have the things that you need, you have to create an experience and really read the person. We know people are different. You know, we talk about those differences all the time. So how can you as an agent adapt and modify the way you interact and communicate and serve the people that you're working with so that you can make it feel like it was easier than they thought it was to do business with you. And so think about the highly emotional, touchy-feely relationship-driven client versus the, I don't want any fluff. I just want the numbers, give me the facts type of client. If you delivered the same exact experience to both of them, one of them is not going to be happy. (laughs) Right, right. Right. So you have to modify and adapt that. And so being able to make things easier than they thought it was, is going to take a high level of emotional intelligence from the lens of the agent to be able to deliver that. And Kristen, it's such a good point because we teach that in our agent elements training, when we talk about disc profiling and how you need need to be adaptable as an agent to know and understand and quickly identify what type of client that you're working with. Because if you are working with someone who is a high D type personality and you're walking in with a binder of data and they're just like, you know, show me the bottom number, like how much, you know, what's, what's your commission? What's how much am I getting back? When can we get it on the market? You know, like they, they want it, they want it right, right then and there. The flip side to it is if you walk, walk in um, with someone who is a high C personality and you don't have your ducks in a row and you don't have, you know, data to support, you know, why you're coming in with your numbers and you don't know about the house that sold next door, even though it's a two-story home and this one is a ranch, you know, one-story home they're still going to bring it up and they want to know that, that, you know, that, so the effort comes back to, it it comes right down to how are you training yourself to know how to give exceptional experience to also all different types of people, right? Because we have different personalities that are out there and we need to be adaptable as agents to be able to deliver that. And, and the recognition then comes with it, right? Yes. Are you easier to do business with if I'm matching you where you want to be matched, right? The agent is the one that needs to adapt to the way that the client wants to be communicated with. And that will match and mirror them, which is a huge sales strategy, right? And it's going to make them feel that it was easy to do business with you. You are going to get praises, recognition, and earn referrals. Now, where does that recognition come in, come into form, right? I mean, agents are coming back with gifts themselves. They feel like they're friends with, with people. And many, many agents do become friends with their clients because they go on such an emotional journey Mm -hmm. and they end up earning business from that and creating, you know, creating a, a great, great business just by being personable, by being real, by being authentic. I want to tell you a story about something that happened really early in my sales career. Someone referred me a really good friend 
of theirs. And I knew this person, I didn't know him like super, super well, but like, I, I definitely knew them and, you know, had spent time with them and I was all business. I, you know, I treated them like a number and they ended up using somebody else. And I couldn't understand. Cause I was like, Hey, like we know each other. Like, why would you go that way? And I ended up getting some feedback from my friend and they, and she goes, she said that you acted so different. Like you barely knew her. And it was from that point that I realized how important authenticity was when you're dealing with people, especially the people that, you know, cause in real estate, you're going to be dealing with a lot of family and friends and, you know, friends of friends, cause they referred them to you and you've got to keep it real. Like you cannot go into this mode of this is who I am. This is how it is to work, work with me. Like you've got to keep it authentic and work with them in the way that they want to be worked with. And that's how you're going to grow your business and you're going to get the recognition. And you know what? Um, it's a great lesson to learn that when it's like, Hey, I know you and you know, let's, let's do business together, um, to stay, to stay personable, because that's the experience that people are looking for. They don't want to know somebody who like turns their on off switch. They, they want you to be the same person you are in business as you are, you know, sitting around a campfire on a, on a Saturday evening. And, um, you have the ability to control that and the ability to earn that recognition back by, by staying authentic and in staying, you know, true to who you are. So people are not feeling that you're not being your, your real self. And especially again, when you're working with clients that, actually know you outside of, outside of the real estate world. That's such a good story, Carrie. And I applaud your vulnerability for sharing that because I do think it is so huge. And it also reinforces the power of recognition when it's present. And then also to think about maybe where it's not present, you know? And so like a form of recognition could be getting the business. And in the story you just told, you did not get the business. You did not get the recognition of earning the business. And so being able to lean in, to understand why, you know, came a huge growth opportunity for you. And, you know, I see this happen a lot in sales because of the mental models that we tend to build for ourselves. We think it looks a certain way. When we talked in a previous podcast about all the different hats that we wear, we think that when we go into business mode, we need to be a certain way. And you can't believe everything that you think, right? Like there are times where you need to challenge your assumptions and how you think that things should go, especially when it comes to business with people that you know, and you made the point perfectly is that like, there's actually a risk of breaking trust with somebody. If you come in and you start acting like a completely different person, because you think you need to be professional and you want to prove yourself and you want to show to them that you know exactly what it is that you're doing and why they should do business with you. And, and the truth of the matter is like, although yes, humans are different and complex and the communication styles can all be very unique and we all have different preferences. When you think about experience delivery and you think about the concept of building loyalty, it can get boiled down to three simple concepts. You know, can you anticipate the needs of the person that you're working with? 
can you exceed their expectations and can you prevent problems from happening in the first place? Those three concepts of anticipating needs, exceeding expectations and preventing problems, regardless of personality type, the more you get to know people, the more you talk to people, you'll be able to kind of read the things that are important to them. And if you can't read it, just ask. People will tell you exactly what it is that's important to them, what they need, what that what they're looking for. Just find the way to ask it. But if you want to deliver exceptional experiences, memorable experiences, experiences that exceed those expectations, that get you the recognition of a five-star review, that get you the recognition of a referral, these are the types of things that you want to be doing for those that you're serving, exceeding their expectations, anticipating their needs, and preventing the problems from happening in the first place. You will likely see that people who are doing that for you in your life today, you have a great deal of loyalty to, and you would choose to do business with them and you would refer them to anybody who asks, Hey, do you know a good <laughs> X, Y, and Z? Like you would do it. It's, it's exactly what they're doing. That is earning your, your business over and over and over again. And let's be real. It's more fun, right? It's more fun to work with people who appreciate you and you know, you're doing a good job for them and you can rely on them to be your cheerleader and your champion. It's really goes to our, you know, in the opening of every podcast, we say how you're going to live the best life ever, right? To, to be able to help people in your authentic self, um, help them have an exceptional experience, um, have them appreciate and recognize you and make money doing that. I think that sounds pretty awesome. So that's what the glamour of being a real estate agent is, can be about. There's so much work that goes into it more than the average person even knows or understands what an agent actually goes through. But it is that cherry on top. Of course, we love to make the money, but when we can get the compliments, we can get the recognition, we can get the referrals, the repeat business. That's what makes it so worth it. And that's what makes you wanting to make, you know, to, to give that great experience. And it, it really can just drive your love and passion for our industry and um, going out there and helping people. Oh, I love that. Hey, it shows that the name of this podcast was, was well-named, right? Recognition, the fuel for agent success. You did Absolutely. a great job wrapping that up. So <laughs> that is all we have for today's golden power hour podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and are looking for more ways to develop and grow your real estate business, check us out at mygoldenlink.com. Have a great day and stay golden. I'm not going to do that.